Hi, I'm Dusty, and this is my podcast. Thanks for stopping by for another episode of Your Friend Dusty, a read aloud poetry podcast. I'm Dusty, a queer poet, podcaster, and zine maker living in the Piedmont region of Alabama. Late this afternoon, I had an opportunity for some kinship with friends um, revolving around the full moon, and it was really nice to connect that way with other humans and um, also with nature. Um, So I hope that you've had a chance to kind of recharge yourself recently, Um, if you haven't. I hope you find a way to make it happen. Today I'm going to read To John Keats, Poet at Springtime by County Cullen, who was one of the major voices from the Harlem Renaissance. Um, We are not quite in spring, and I know here in Alabama we're due to have another cold snap. Um, nobody's really surprised by this. I did, however, pack my winter coat away the other day, so we'll see if I'm the one responsible for this or not. Um, and this poem is about spring, um, and not just like a meteorological or a seasonal spring. Um, but the world coming to life despite what's, you know, what's happening in our everyday lives. And my friend Clara's birthday is on Monday, March 6th. And this is um, a little bit for her too. She is a a professor of English um, at a college here in the South. And She is a John Keats person, so happy birthday, Clara. I love you. Here we go. To John Keats, Poet at Springtime, by County Cullen. I cannot hold my peace, John Keats. There never was a spring like this. It is an echo that repeats my last year's song and next year's bliss. I know, in spite of all men say of beauty, you have felt her most. Yea, even in your grave her way is laid. Poor, troubled, lyric ghost, spring never was so fair and dear as beauty makes her seem this year. I cannot hold my peace, John Keats. I am as helpless in the toil of spring as any lamb that bleats to feel the solid earth recoil beneath his puny legs. Spring beats her toxin call to those who love her, and lo, the dogwood petals cover her breast with drifts of snow, and sleek white gulls fly screaming to her and hover about her shoulders, and kiss her cheek, 
while white and purple lilacs muster a strength that bears them to a cluster of color and odor. For her sake, all things that slept are now awake. And you and I, shall we lie still, John Keats, while beauty summons us? Somehow I feel your sensitive will is pulsing up some tremulous sap road of a maple tree, whose leaves grow music as they grow, since your wild voice is in them, a harp that grieves for life, that opens death's dark door. Though dust, your fingers still can push the vision splendid to a birth, though now they work as grass in the hush, of the night on the broad sweet page of the earth. John Keats is dead, they say, but I who hear your full insistent cry in bud and blossom, leaf and tree, know John Keats still writes poetry, and while my head is earthward bowed, to read new life sprung from your shroud. Folks seeing me must think it strange that merely spring should so derange my mind. They do not know that you, John Keats, keep revel with me too. Because spring is coming to us here in the Northern Hemisphere, it seems sort of the season of romance, um, also the season of sex because of all the plant and animal reproduction happening around us. Um, and one of my favorite poems is by Frank O'Hara, and it's called Having a Coke with You. And... Uh, this has always touched me uh, because I think of, you know, the times that I've been in love and I've been in a couple of really long-term relationships. Um, and the times that were best were almost always the simplest times. So this poem makes me think of a lot of people that I care about. Um, and I hope you enjoy this. It is Having a Coke with You by Frank O'Hara. Having a Coke with You is even more fun than going to San Sebastian, Irun, Hendai, Biarritz, Bayonne, or being sick to my stomach on the Traversa de Gracia in Barcelona, partly because in your orange shirt you look like a better, happier Saint Sebastian. Partly because of my love for you, partly because of your love for yogurt, partly because of the fluorescent orange tulips around the birches, partly because of the secrecy our smiles take on before people and statuary. It is hard to believe when I'm with you that there can be anything as still, as solemn, as unpleasantly definitive as statuary, when right in front of it, in the warm New York four o'clock light, we are drifting back and forth between each other, like a tree breathing through its spectacles. 
and the portrait show seems to have no faces in it at all. Just paint, you suddenly wonder why in the world anyone did them. I look at you, and I would rather look at you than all the portraits in the world, except, possibly, for the Polish writer occasionally, and anyway, it's in the frick, which, thank heavens, you haven't gone to yet, so we can go together for the first time. And the fact that you move so beautifully more or less takes care of futurism. Just as at home, I never think of nude descending a staircase or at a rehearsal the single drawing of Leonardo or Michelangelo that used to wow me. And what good does all the research of the Impressionists do them when they never got the right person to stand near the tree when the sun sank? Or for that matter, Marino Marini, when he didn't pick the writer as carefully as the horse. It seems they were all cheated of some marvelous experience, which is not going to go wasted on me, which is why I'm telling you about it. Continuing with our theme... I am now going to read The Moon Rose Over the Bay, I Had a Lot of Feelings by Donica Kelly. And Donica Kelly is a contemporary poet, and she is an assistant professor in the English department at the University of Iowa. I am taken with the hot animal of my skin grateful to swing my limbs and have them move as I intend, though my knee, though my shoulder, though something is torn or tearing. Today, a dozen squid dead on the harbor beach, one mostly buried, one with skin empty as a shell and hollow feeling, and though the tentacles look soft, I do not touch them. I imagine they were startled to find themselves in the sun. I imagine the tide simply went out without them. I imagine they cannot feel the black flies charting the raised hills of their eyes. I write my name in the sand. Danica Kelly. I watch 18 seagulls skim the sandbar and lift low in the sky. I pick up a pebble that looks like a green egg. To the ditch lily, I say I am in love. To the jeep parked haphazardly on the narrow street, I am in love. To the roses, white petals trimmed brown. To the yellow-lined pavement. To the house trimmed in gold, I am in love, I shout with the rough calculus of walking. Just let me find my way back. Let me move like a tide. Come in. I'll be back soon with another episode of Your Friend Dusty. 
In the meantime, you can listen to earlier episodes on Anchor, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. If you have a poem or a letter or note or a secret that you would like me to share on the podcast, you can email me at your friend Dusty. That's Y O U R F R I E N D D U S T I at gmail.com. You can also look us up on Twitter. It is your friend Dusty and also your friend Dusty at Instagram, which is more of a personal account. Um, but you can message me there if you have something you want me to share on the podcast. I hope that the next little stretch of your life um, has at least as many laughs as it does anything else. Hopefully more. Thanks for listening. I love you. Bye.